Welcome to Redeeming Qualities, the podcast in which we attempt to find the redeeming qualities in current events, old topics, or whatever the hell we want to. I am Fez. I will be the chaperone at this conversational sausage fest. I am joined by Mark and Danny. Fellas, go ahead and introduce yourselves. My name is Mark. Uh, you know, Rastafari Unicorn on Instagram. Uh, Sad Boy Marco on Spotify. Uh, check me out. It'll be fun. I'm Daniel. Uh, AKA Danny or Dabin Dinas or uh, Dirty Dan. So uh, I don't have any social media following anything. Um, eventually I might set it up, but for now I'm just here for fun. All right. So this week we've been talking of, um, you know what? Before we go, once again, I like to just put it out there that we can be reached at our uh, Instagram. Mark, go ahead and plug that up in the front if you don't mind. Yeah, so Instagram is uh, Redeeming Qualities Pod, uh, Pod on Instagram, and yeah, you can reach out. Please DM us, comment on the things. We will be posting things throughout the week about like you know what we're going to be talking about and stuff like that. So just reach out, man. We're going to be starting some shit. All right. So is as- it? Sorry to interrupt. Is it not Redeeming Qualities Podcast on Instagram? Um, I think it is, but okay. if you type in Pod Podcast, it'll pop. Up. You're right. I'm dumb. Sorry. It and was the, just really hard for me to find our podcast on Spotify by searching, so I didn't want it to be Well, well there's probably a reason for that. Because um, we got six followers? No, 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 no. Uh, one of the biggest things is uh, I, it was pointed out to me this week that uh, I apparently am illiterate. Uh, you spelled it wrong. I name, I name redeeming qualities redeeming qualities. I definitely forgot an I in there. Oh, uh, Can you fix it? <laughs> I no. fixed it, oh. but not the picture. So it is now redeeming qualities in the name of the podcast. But I do need to re uh, uh, re edit the picture. Well, that's easy and... to do on on uh, that's easy to do. <laughs> yeah, uh, anchor. So, so that's, that's great. That's great. So, oh, so uh, in case anybody's has had trouble, I have now fixed I w- the spelling. I want a tattoo that says "No regrets." <laughs> no regrets. No oh, regrets. So I posted no that on our VMU three thing, bro. And Wait, no one you? said anything. No Wait, one has said uh, anything. Yo, that's that one's a classic with the dude that's got like the no ragrits tattoo over yeah, his No regrets. Yeah, we, we, need to, <laughs> we need to post that redeeming qualities with a no regrets together. Uh, actually, my roommate was like, dude, your guys' podcast is really funny. Um, and she's like, is Mark the one controlling the social media Instagram page? Because you guys should do like a lot of memes because you guys are really funny. So like you say funny shit. So you should just post memes to get more people people more involved it's very smart we're gonna do that yeah not all right all right um i gotta learn how to make memes so if you guys could put me on to how or what kind of editing stuff i need you are such a grandpa yeah i'll send you you some hats man i'll send you the hats on the hats man okay all right all right let's get it all right so also uh uh, because i'm an older person i'm actually the oldest one here man regardless of danny's inability to technology I'm the oldest one here. Uh, I did get some questions uh, reached out to me. So uh, the first the first question uh, that was brought up to me is, have we thought about guests? Ooh, yes, I have. Look, yeah, my thoughts. Are, yes, I have thought about guests. Yes, Non-stop. and I'm excited to bring some on. Yes. I mean, it sounds like, sounds self-absorbed to be like, yeah, we should start inviting guests because like we're just three dudes that are just talking shit. But 
Um, I thought about this the other day when I talked to uh, White from VMU3 um, after he heard our podcast. And uh, I was like, talking to people from back in the day, at least when we're talking shit and shooting shit and giving each other random stories, uh, it'd be nice to have people on from different things in our life to explain different stories. Like, you know, to learn more about Mark, talk to, to one of Mark's buddies from his life that neither of us know kind of like you want to do Fez with uh with like your brother have your brother on there and we could ask him shit about you yeah no absolutely I think that's one of the you know the things that we've been talking about so uh in the spirit of this uh there was, I had another question if we could have any guest we wanted at all alive or dead actually you know what? we'll go alive first and then we'll do dead who would you want to interview and you know, I, I like I know like there's a thought like oh I should do something profound, but for us, who do you think would be the person that we should interview? I would want Eric Andre. I want Eric Andre alive, and uh, probably uh, Nipsey Hussle dead. Hmm. Why? Why those choices? Eric Andre is killing it right now. He's just interesting it's a super funny person his brain is brilliant in the comedy world i honestly wasn't a fan of the stand-up for a little bit but beyond that i think he's just beyond a, he's just an act and something that we need in comedy but overall just in in art so like i just chat I, I like anybody that transcends like any art form or transcends something and makes it like blurs the the options of what you can do i mean yeah of course there's sasha baron cohen who did borat and things like that but he has his own spin to things and also his personality just seems badass. So also he's just in touch, tapped in. Uh, he did an NTS mixtape and I just listened to it this morning and it was fucking badass. So like stuff like that, uh, I would like those type of people because that would tap us into a whole nother world also. Nice. Danny, what do you think? Wow. Um, Mark was just able to come up with something so quick. Uh, yeah, he was. That was actually really impressive. Right? <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> huh i mean i have to just shoot from the hip here so like i i can't be held accountable long term for my choice now but um i would want to meet <laughs> fuck fez you're gonna have to go first man i need hitler. another minute i don't want to be held accountable <laughs> hitler <laughs> <laughs> wow oh man oh what what uh, did he do did he do something bad no just <laughs> <laughs> this uh this Hitler is he canceled? No, <laughs> Dude, 2021, he's totally canceled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, oh shit, that was good. You for, know, like, did you hear about <laughs> Hitler's like cousin that apparently went around schwacking Nazis, or not? Sorry, yeah, like he went around <laughs> killing Nazis. Um, no, but that is that's yeah, interesting. So, I, I got to dip into it more before I could talk about it educated. But like essentially um, Hitler had a cousin that like was in his like political party that was actually like against Hitler and the Nazi party um, or something along those lines and like went around schwacking Nazis. Like I'm not wow. saying like inglorious bastard style, but like that's all I know is that Hitler was doing his thing, and like he had a family member that was going around killing Nazis. All right, so Danny's uh, dead one is Hitler's cousin. <laughs> wow! Wow! Okay. Oh, I get to pick a dead one and a live one. Yes. 
Shit. Um, so for a dead one, I think I would want to meet. Um, for let's go live. Live, I think right now I'd have to say Elon Musk. Oh, um, whoa! I would, I would have to pick Elon Musk because um, I think the dude is fucking brilliant. But that's not really why I would want to meet him. Um, I think the way he carries himself is really intriguing to me because, like. He knows he's fucking smarter than pretty much everybody he's around, right? And then he also just does whatever the fuck he wants. Like, he tried to buy two rockets from Russia, right, to do his little um, his little boy project, as Russia, I believe, called it. They basically called him a little boy and wouldn't sell him rockets. And now here he is. He's the one that's getting the U.S. to these destinations in space, like more efficiently than we have ever done ever and it's like here's people laughing at him and he's like yeah all right well fuck you and then he goes about and he just does his thing um and he doesn't give a fuck what people say like there was that incident i believe it was thailand or something where there was a like a soccer team of kids that got trapped in a cave or something you guys remember hearing about that no no that sounds like that sounds like fucking iron man basically so these kids got they were like i guess hanging out as a soccer team doing their thing jump into the water and they're like swimming around and they swam into this like cave system and then the tides came in or something and it like forced them into this part of the cave and these kids were stranded in this cave for like i don't know the amount of time hypothetical like maybe it was a week or something like that and like the whole world was trying to figure out how the fuck do we get these guys out of here um, and Elon Musk is like, well, I'm going to build this submersible and bring it down there and all this stuff. And like, here's Elon Musk just trying to help out. Right. Um, and some random dude like slams him and he's like, you fucking idiot. That would never work. You dummy or whatever. And like basically bashes Elon Musk. Elon Musk's like goes out and he tweets or Twitters or whatever they do these days. Um, and he's like, well, you're a fucking pedo because you live in Thailand and you're rich and like only rich white pedos live in Thailand or something, right? And then the dude's like demanding an apology and all this shit. Um, and Elon Musk is like, no, dude, like, fuck you. And apparently he had like a investigation launched into the dude to like prove that he was a pedo living in Thailand. And I'm like, if you got that kind of money and you're just like, yeah, fuck you, I'm going to do what I want. Like, I kind of would like to meet you. Just wait, 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 wait. Elon Musk did a lawsuit so that he'd have to prove that he wasn't a, a pedo? No, he didn't do a lawsuit. Like, he hired a private investigator oh, oh, to oh. go prove that the dude was a pedo. Was a pedo living and did he? In, I, I don't know. I never, I should probably look further into things, but at the, <laughs> at the time, I, I, basically, I didn't. Still, still, up. he put pressure I, on him so someone was following him, which is like he put a tail on him. So now the dude was living, couldn't even live the way he was living, whatever he yeah, was doing. No yeah, little boy booty holes, you know? I, I love Danny's, like, I'm going to go down this tangent and I don't know anything about this. I should Nothing. probably look this Not up. Not a fucking thing. I should yeah, probably but that's a better sign off. That's I, a better sign off than acting like you know everything because you yeah, really don't know shit. Like I do. that, that is true. Yeah. Also, people can go look it up and then they can be like, hey, you fucking retard. 90% of that was bullshit. And I'll be like, well, that's sorry, I'm stoned. Hey, Nobody's I'm, going, I'm, done it to Alex not, Jones, so you're okay. I'm not attacking Ooh, you're you. Right. Obviously, I'm the one that can't spell qualities. So, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not going to stand on my high horse here. 
faulty. But look, 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 how many times have we shared that and nobody said anything? That's the nobody. face of our Instagram. So you know, I yeah, I, my uh, my buddy uh, my buddy Patrick uh, talked to him. He's like, "Hey, you want the good news or the bad news?" I was like, "I was like, uh, go ahead, and give me the bad news." He's like, "Bad news is you spell quality wrong. Good news is <laughs> it's fucking funny." So I was like, "All right, well, I like that." No. <laughs> so good news uh, is a good show. Bad news is you're a retard. Right? Yeah, basically, <laughs> Sorry so. to say. Yeah, so that was pretty awesome. Jesus. Um, so I'll go ahead and uh, wrap this up finally. Uh I think for Alive, Jack Black. Ooh. Uh, I think uh one, he's creative in so many realms. He's you know, with acting, with music, with comedy. And, you know, I think he's just a, a person that adapts well mm-hmm, in, mm-hmm. in the environments he's put in. I think he's, mm-hmm. I think he's hilarious. As far as it goes for uh, Dead, uh, this is, I would have to go with uh, Tesla. But we, I would interview him and then have him look at all the technologies and then explain everything. And then I would write it down and then I would pull it Edison and go to the patent office and become a millionaire. So you would do, you would just do him dirty. <laughs> you would bring him back just to foil him yet again. Wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, I'm so profound, man. You're such beautiful. You did everything. You're so wonderful. Now, what was the ideas you had? Like, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, and just be Edison again. Wow. Yeah. I'd be Brown Edison. Brown Edison, <laughs> um, Edison Brown, dude. Uh, that's so funny. Did I tell you my Jack Black story? I have a no. I didn't. I didn't know you had a. Okay, Jack so Black I'm story. I'm driving Postmates. Okay, out in LA. Um, I go pick up from this cool place in Los Files, um, or or Silver Lake, one of the two places. Pick up breakfast there. Go far. Go kind of you know near the hills and shit like that. Uh, so I pull up to this gate and then there's I pull up to this gate and it says Jack White first of all on the thing on the thing so I'm like I don't give a fuck who could this be right and uh isn't Jack White a singer too though Jack White is the uh <laughs> um it's oh my goodness White Stripes is okay. Jack White so he's, whatever he's phenomenal I, as well I didn't even think about that I'm just thinking I'm delivering to somebody so I <laughs> del- go up to this gate and um you know I click this this thing at the gate to get in and um He's like, uh, oh, yeah, you can come in. And he's like, look at the doggies. And the voice, somebody walks past with dogs behind me. He's like, oh, look at the doggies. Yeah, I'll buzz you in. Okay, so the voice is familiar to me, but it really didn't hit me. The gate opens up. I drive up this hill, go into this thing, and I get the food because I'm thinking I'm just dropping off food. And Jack Black walks outside to the front of his house and just like puts his hand. He has a robe on and he just puts his hands on his hips, or he like opens his arms, just like it is. It's me, yes. And I'm just like yo, yo, it, look, it was almost like a like a a. It could have been a hidden camera because my like it was his, was like, his performance. Yes, I was just like, dude, what the fuck? He's like, yes, yes, and I come. Yes, it is me. Yes, he shakes my hand and like pulls me in, and then I'm listening to uh, Jesus, little some cool ass music, Little Richard or some shit. He's like, "Ooh, what's the tune, man?" And I'm like, "This verse, you like this?" And he was like, "Yeah, man, it's funky, dude." And uh, we talk for a second. I give him his food, and he was like, "All right, man, you have a good one." And he like, I didn't ask him for a picture, but he would have been cool with it. You know, I could tell he was just like, "Yeah, dude, have this moment, bro. Whatever you want, you know." And I just like, I'm just happy, man, and get in my car and drive off, man. So that that is awesome. Yeah. Exactly. See, and that's, that's cool to know reason. he's cool. 
He was cool as fuck. That's the reason I would love. Like, he just, he just exudes that person that is, like, energy, but happy. Like, he, he puts that happy energy out there. I love it. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Um, I was happy the rest of my day. Like, you know, it was dope. So that's oh, that. I also got to bring up two things. So first, um, I didn't say Jack Black as a segue for Mark. And the other thing that people have asked is, uh, is Danny, um, his and bong rips, no, <laughs> are those like planned or anything? And to be honest, like we, it's still weird. We haven't we planned a single it. thing. <laughs> yeah. We, like I mean, none of this thing, is planned. And that's that's the most fun for me. Like I ask these questions, and I don't tell Mark or Danny anything because yeah, I want off uh, the cuff. I, absolutely. Uh, and then, as terrible as it is, is uh, I'll ask them, and I'll prepare my own answers a little bit. Oh wow! But uh, yeah, just to make just to you know, like I said, I like that honesty. It's great. So um, yeah, that was that was awesome. That that just kind of worked out that way. All right. Oh, um, I don't think I did it dead. I think I only did it in the live, now that I think of it. I thought you did Hitler's cousin. No. Oh. I didn't actually. I didn't actually okay. want to. I thought you were just oh, implying, right. like, Danny, right. you piece of shit Nazi. That's who you'd pick. Well, uh, I mean. If I had to pick a dead person, mm-hmm. I don't know. You know what? Maybe I'd pick, like, like, chesty puller or something like that and go back and meet like one of these guys everybody makes a big deal about and see like how hard were those fuckers mm, that's actually you know what i mean mm, yeah like so, maybe yeah. maybe somebody like yeah. that like it's fun because you're trying to take a person that's revered and be like i kind of want to take them down a notch and that's it's funny <laughs> i mean i just want to see like you know like we have these we have these hyped up personas that like we think of when we think of these like historic figures and i'm like but how were they really though like because one dude did one badass thing in the moment like i'm a bitch 90 percent of the time right but like 10 percent of the time i might do some shit that you know the average person might do or might not do and then like it seems like a big deal and if that's all that's written about you in the annals of time like that seems like you could be totally hyped up. Like nowadays in 2021, everybody knows the dirty shit about you because that's what spreads super fast. But like back in the day, who knows? Like who knows if these people were as as cool as they they appeared to be at the time, you know? Mm, mm. No, that's a very, that's a good a good question. I mean, like was, was Martin Luther King even that revolutionary? <laughs> right, <laughs> like, right, like... But it just like, hey, he did the one speech. He did and one it, like, speech. And it was... really fucking slapped. And then, like, it actually turns out, like, we just picked up the other pieces that were only good about him and then, like, personified or, like, highlighted those more so. You know, Mother Teresa that wasn't that's even all happened. that nice. Like, she was right. Like, Mother Teresa was, like, beating children and, like, all this weird <laughs> shit that you would never know, you know? And it's like, well, no, there was an article one time published in 1929 that says, and it's like, oh. All right. That's her entire. Yeah, yeah. That's actually a good question. Um, I mean, who's your favorite person from like 1950? That's what some dude used to say, just to make you feel like none of, when you make a mistake, nothing fucking really matters. Uh, who's right. Your, yeah. Right. To make you feel also retarded because it's like, oh, yeah, I don't want to be this person. It's like, it really doesn't matter. You're just no. going to die and exactly. everybody can forget you. You're, yes. I mean, it's sad, but like so true. 
Mm-hmm. Damn, that turned dark really quick. Yeah. I actually, no, yeah. you should find <laughs> comfort. You should find comfort oh, you in the should. fact that we're tiny in the universe. Like, how small are we really? And it should, you should be cool that nothing really fucking matters and that I'm a tiny little blip. Like, how small am I? You know, people that believe that the earth is not fucking flat are just thinking they're bigger than they fucking really are and don't realize how tiny and, and minuscule and not matter Pause. they really are. Oh, man. Pause. Did you say people that think the earth is not flat? No, people that think that the earth is flat. Sorry. Okay. All Sorry. right. That not okay. was there. I just, that think I just wanted to clarify. Not round. You've been you know? in L.A. Wait, for a while. Wait, hold on a second. Are you guys telling thing. me that you believe the earth is round? And here's the oh. segment called Conspiracies with Danny and Mark. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. I, I would describe it as more lenticular. Ellipsoid. Yeah, it's a lipsoid flavor, but I mean flavored. Wow, flavor. uh, it's a lipsoid shape for I'll sure. I'll take that rectangle flavor. Which, I do love me some rectangle. There may be a triangle flavor out there if you really want to get into it. Um, lemon, no, I'm saying, but no, I think that yeah, people that just think that. First off, yes, there are people that think the Earth is flat. I hope you guys flat earthers, you know this. I do. I know. I, I uh, was, did you, I you watch their videos? No. Did you, did you see a video? Did you see a video of them like totally? Have you ever seen the videos where they like totally dis like totally disavow their own claims? Have you ever seen those? There's a whole documentary uh, where they do it to themselves. Yeah, like yes. isn't it on Netflix? Yes. They prove themselves wrong all the time. All the time. You know, I I love the fact like people like Galileo were persecuted by the church for using science to prove something, and then these people are like, I saw this on YouTube, and now Dude, I believe this. Take out take out the word science. Just take out the word science. And things make more sense. All of a sudden, when like science is thrown out there, there's like it divides two different groups of people, right? And it's like, wait, because we use the word science, it's like the religion is like, well, oh, I, I don't fucking subscribe to that. And like vice versa, the science side well, is like because religion is like, and there's valid points on either side. Well, like, the- oh, yeah, go ahead and continue. No, no, no. No, I already lost it. You already interrupted. Oh, bitch. sorry. You already interrupted, I, bitch. No, I was going <laughs> to say, uh, science also is a very, um, what's the word I want to say? A very cult-like for many people. Like it's weird. Someone will prove a part of something, and then another person will disprove a part of that. So they'll say, "Hey, you know." Because A is wrong, your entirety of what you've done is wrong. There's an arrogance but in science that that is, no. is what drives science. Like well, without science. that, you can't like find true truth, right? Oh no, no, I, I, I am not discrediting the scientific method. I am discrediting scientists who will who will say, well, because this part's not true, you're completely wrong. It's like, well, there's element. No one will ever say like, hey, that was wrong. But these elements, I'm not going to d- disclaim or disprove. They'll say, no, I found a m- minor thing within your theory that's wrong. So you're a complete idiot. But those are dumb people. Yeah, dumb no, people, thought, like dumb people cannot view things unbiased. Like if you can't truly sit down and look at everything and like try to see both sides, like you are free to formulate your own opinion. But if you can't legitimately like sit there and be like, okay, this is what this person is trying to think of and like come up with your own conclusion of how one might believe that, like 
you're a dumb person. Like, you can't be a scientist and be like that. You can't be a scientist and be like that. My, Not my, an effective one. There's on, no way. On a, We're just looking at things uh, on just, like, how we're going to deal with people every day in this age where everybody... Now we're in a calloused information age. Like, it was the... I feel like we're beyond the information age. Now we're in a calloused because it's like there's been, like, uh, things have... What is the too word? much for too long? Yeah, things have sat in people's in the zeitgeist, and then there's they've been like funk, like what is the word, crystallized, right? And, and like there's conspiracies that have like like synthesized into other things, and then like we we like know so much more now, right? So let's be on information. You have information, then you can look deeper to find other things, like right. So like in this age now, now that but there's alternative be- truths. Right, which is a whole thing that they've done with the news and done with the internet. Um, you can give people the right to believe in whatever they want, but those people, th- there needs to be a some type of filter that we go through with, like what kind of things now those people, what, what kind of things those people can do. And I, I know that sounds terrible. Uh, maybe not like I'm not saying you should stop people's rights, but like should should a flat <laughs> earther or a QAnon person be able to run for fucking? run for an office somewhere. You know what I'm saying? That, Should that. Oh, that's what's know. so scary. That's what's so scary about it all. And like, maybe that's like the old no technology me or something, but like people learn what information they receive, right? And it's like, you take the data you get, you process that and then you like learn that and then that dictates how you do things. Yes. And it's like, Nowadays, the internet generation, like they're learning all their shit on the internet. And it's like, where are they getting the actual sources of information, right? Like I was super dumb growing up, like still pretty dumb most of the time. But like, I remember not paying attention much in this in school at all, because all I wanted to do was dumb shit, make people like laugh and hang out with friends and like smoke pot, right? But later on in life, I was like, oh, fuck, I'm kind of dumb. And I need to like start learning things. So I would just look things up on my own. And then I realized very quickly, how much false information is out Mm. there. Like, you know, you're Mm. like, wow, like, who says that this is accurate? So then you have to go through different ways to figure out what source is actually reliable, what are facts, what are not. Um, And going through those processes, like helps you develop a way of learning you know so then you take information read books and do all that stuff and develop that on your own but not everybody is trying to do that unbiased a lot of people are just picking up whatever sounds best to them and they're digesting it like this QAnon shit right like people are like oh that sounds really cool because i can't be held responsible for my own fuck-ups so it must be the government or the man trying to take me down you know and it's like obviously you retarded fuck. Like, that's what's going on. Sorry, that was rude. I don't really mean that to QAnon people, but, like, most of you guys are dumb. Well, you bring up a good point. <laughs> like, honestly, most most of you are. Yeah. Um, the, the big thing about that is, is the gatekeepers of what is right and what is not right. So, for example, like, any, like, uh, medical or science publication, they have to go through certain gatekeepers. And when you lose the trust in you know, uh, the this person says this. So, for example, like CDC was pretty well trusted prior to prior the, to. Uh, the to, prior to the COVID, mm-hmm. and then when you know they would make a big announcement and then they were wrong, they would put a small like correction in the CDC, and people would bring it up like, why are they not announcing this correction? Why are they not pushing this stuff? That you know that when it gets the narrative, 
So a lot of these gatekeepers of what's correct and what's not have agenda. They also get paid. They also mm-hmm. have funding. So it's uh, it's tough. And, you know, we do make fun of the QAnon people, but it's difficult to believe when you've seen so many falsehoods and no one is saying, hey, we made a mistake. No one will ever, you know, well, admit true. to these mistakes because totally. they don't want they want liability and that's Joe Rogan admitted Joe Rogan did mm-hmm. now I'm not trying to act like Joe Rogan is the, the, the most soundest thief but like yeah. he said something wrong and was just like that was incorrect I passed something wrong here uh, my bad my, <laughs> my bad but, that, right. that's been, but I mean that's great as far as it goes for a media entertainment place yes it's but, yes. but for, for the the scholarly right 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 yes I yes, wish yes. I Scholastics. wish exactly i wish they could be like that example of joe rogan where it's like hey i made a mistake they should be like hey we made a mistake it's all good going through these this is what we've determined because guess what people are people we err now i'm not arguing against anybody that does the QAnon thing because like like i said earlier once again (laughs) on this episode uh, we've learned that danny hates QAnon people i mean there's a lot of like shit I've, that it comes every... across that I hate, but I don't. Just like I was saying earlier, like um, you need those types of people to be out there saying all this shit, so that like the educated people are out there also trying to check them and find out if there's any validity to what they're saying. You know, like you have to ask a ton of questions and seek a def- bunch of different things if you want to get that. So like, I'm not saying that they're less dumb now or anything, but like you need that out there in order to get more information. That is really important is taking the accountability of finding your information and fact checking yourself. I, I think that you bring up a great point with that. Like everybody wants to blame like, Hey, this person should have told me the right thing. This person should, but you know, taking that accountability to look up the right thing. So back on topic, we have invincible. On Amazon Prime. And you know what? I know we, uh, Danny crapped on Amazon quite a bit, but I'm going to go ahead and this week take a stance in defense of Amazon. Boom. I'm agree with you. <clears throat> because Amazon, here's the one thing, especially uh, people are like, oh, they're, they're too big of a company. They're pushing out all these small, you know, small businesses. And yeah, I, I see it in the city. But what people often forget about is rural America. And I come as from Wyoming and where we don't have the opportunity to get our Jenko jeans. <laughs> so um, you're saying that he provides, they, they, there's good jobs in there he, because he of that. provides Bezos provides. Thank you. Okay. Bezos. Um, the good, no, the he, good Jeff, the good Jeff provides to the, the to the, uh, the unworthy. Uh, okay. Those people that live in Wyoming and are able to get stuff or even where I'm at, I'm in a pretty rural area, but I just thought I would go ahead and throw that out there, but we're going to go ahead and talk about Invincible. And uh, I don't know, just one of those things that uh, I, you know, I, I've been, uh, I'm a huge nerd. I've always been into comic books and Invincible is one where it takes the DC universe and it parodies it really hard about what would happen if Superman wasn't here and came to Earth for different reasons, so... I know, Mark. What do you think about this? this wait, show? wait. Is this parody or is it satire? I did not realize that that was what was going on. I didn't read any synopsis I, prior so sat- to going sat- into it. You kind of blew it for me. So satire. Oh, you know what? This is a great point. 
I don't think I know the difference between. I thought <laughs> satire was where you made fun of something. So let me look up the satire definition. Um, so satire is the use of humor, irony, or exaggeration to ridicule, to ridicule or expose, um, or you know, on uh, a play, novel, or film, or other work which uses satire. So basically, kind of making fun of it. And let me see what parody is, because it could be the same thing. Parody is more of an imitation of something, right? Yeah, like, it's an imitation. So yeah, it would be a parody, not a satire. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right. What is, it's, it's not really making fun. No, it's isn't it? Fun. No, there's a lot. There's a lot of. Uh, isn't uh, it more of a satire? Like they just kind of make fun of the whole superhero no. thing. No, they're not making fun of it at all. They're doing a parody, and they're actually going deep into what could happen. And so also, they're fucking, playing with the hero nerdier than I thought, huh? Well, well, no, it's just good entertainment. But they're playing with the the because there's these. This is what I like about it. Okay, um, the heroes that we've known, DC does it very much. There's the uh, hero story and the hero character, and there's these like fine defined character things that this person is that they are doing. Um, here's Batman, and he he fucks people up, but he never kills because he never like this. Here's Superman who fucks shit up and has all these powers, but he. He's in love, so he doesn't do this. But kryptonite is his only weakness, you know what I'm saying? And it's, there's these type of things. But he's all good, and he never, he never has an, a temper or nothing like that, right? And so, like, these these overall character things that are kind of slim, I, I like, once you d- compare it to this, those characters are flat, you know what I'm saying? And, like, that's why DC, like, I feel like struggles sometimes because the, the overall... Um, the overall basis of the characters in themselves don't give you a lot to to build off of. Like they can't, you can't ever have like a fucking Puerto Rican Batman. Like you could have a Puerto Rican Spider Man, you know what I'm saying, or a Dominican. So um, like, there's no room to like go into the future with these characters. Yeah, there is, but like not like in the way that you can do with a Marvel. And with this, they kind of took that and like added added character situations and lives that are fuller in the way that we use time now and the way that we are used to characters now and that's what i like a lot about it wow what a synopsis like that i i am blown away you put a lot of thought in that 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 was on the spot yes thanks man thanks bro that was that was fantastic um (laughs) now i know sorry like Really, like you should work for those Rotten Tomato people or something. Like that was pretty deep for oh, like oh, an animated TV series, man. Uh, well, I mean, the series itself is deep. If you if you're looking at animation as a child's thing, no, that's what detracts. Honestly, yeah. like it detracts for me. The animation is what kind of makes it harder for me to take it seriously. Um, but like the other day, I think I did episode three um, and I started to just basically put it on as I was trying to go to bed. And I was like, this is kind of stupid. And I'm just like falling asleep to it. And I felt like as I paid less attention to the fact that like it's some cartoon on the TV and just kind of listened to what was going on, the story was actually kind of interesting. Um, and then now I'm going into the fourth episode. I'm like halfway through it. And I'm like, this is actually better than I thought. Um, I was just like immediately judging it because it was animated and I've never really enjoyed animated stuff before. Um, so it's it's actually a lot better than I thought. And I think I will finish the first season. Um, and also like in defense of Amazon Prime, um, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm not against them at all. Uh, 
on. I, like I use them for a lot of stuff and like I know it makes me evil because like I'm in hippie Seattle and like you're not supposed to give money to the big corporation but like all their shit is is so convenient that it's really hard not to use um so i just do it anyway because i don't care if i'm shitty um but like the amazon prime app now that i have been browsing it a little bit more to try to find all this dumb shit you guys are trying to make me watch um it's actually a lot easier to navigate and like i have to say that I find myself using the Amazon Prime video thing way more now. There's like a lot of shit on there I haven't seen before. There's a lot of good movies. There's like there, a lot there, of really good stuff on there. there Quite is, frankly, there is. Netflix is like the lowest on the totem pole for content now. No, Ooh. I'm not trying to be terrible, but because I don't know. Other, I like dude, a lot of the Netflix. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, hear me out. Because okay so you have the amazon this is a good conversation bro oh you, you know what hold on before you bring, bring this up i want to i want to put some some uh some terms on this so we have all these streaming things what two streaming services would you keep and why and i'll Ooh, be honest with good you, conversation this is, this is great yes okay, okay. Netflix, ahead, amazon Mark. prime no i would keep hbo max and disney plus what yeah that's what i would what? keep what? What, what, HBO what has some really good shows, but I don't think they have enough content to they keep you like going. They have all the new movies, the movies that are in theater. HBO mm-hmm. does for like, do you have to pay additional or is that included with the monthly subscription? See, 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 you see what I'm saying? Now, it's, see, these streaming services have split so well. Netflix used to have everything, but then now everybody on streaming, it really split everything. So now all you can find on Netflix is Netflix shows. And- Which are good. Which are solid, but honestly, they're they're in competition with Amazon Prime shows. Like, I know the lighting is cool and they have some cool stories, but it's kind of a lot of them seem very similar. And Amazon speaking, Prime. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, like, um, didn't Amazon Prime just come out with a new Tom Clancy movie with uh, um, Michael B. Jordan or something? I believe so, Ooh, dude. That's not. I like I'm a I'm a fucking like 90s kid and like Tom Clancy and like the Tom Clancy Rainbow Six all those video games were like really nostalgic to me now and I can't wait to watch it I didn't realize Amazon yeah I don't want to suck Amazon's dick any more than I'm doing but like they got a lot of good stuff on there. It's um, Dave maybe. Bezos' dick that you're sucking. So, uh, <laughs> well, well, Amazon's not it. a person, Danny. <laughs> then I'm good with it. He's got a lot of money, bro. And that bald uh, head, man. No, I'm just playing. Go ahead. Uh, all right. So I'm. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I see. I see. That's that's me in 30 years, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So uh, I'll tell you. Back in, I got off of cable in 2010. Uh, it was a spiteful thing to do, and back then there was really just Amazon and Netflix. So that was it. I had just, I used to call it poverty TV. And it's so crazy. Like just 12 years later, it's the only TV. Mm -hmm. Um, If I was to choose the two streaming services, I got to, I got to go with a loyalty choice on Netflix. The reason is, is they freed me from cable back in 2010. Like uh, my cable bill plus my internet bill back then, I think was like $210. And I cut off cable and I just went straight um, internet, which was like thirty nine dollars a month, and then Netflix, which was but like at the time seven ninety nine. No, there was a lot of people that still had cable. There are people who still to this day I cu- have cable. I cut off right away, but that's the peasant in us. 
Yeah, I mean, well, that's that's like I cut off immediately. I was like, oh, they got like a decent amount of stuff, and they had the DVD service initially too. For I haven't paid for cable fourteen bucks. I have not paid for cable in my own place like for six to seven years. No, no, no. Since before two thousand ten, bro. Like I probably two thousand eight. I never have paid since leaving my parents' house. I just because I was in the military, so I just got Netflix. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That was all like I. There was no point. You were just gonna leave in a couple months anyway, and it was like, why well, get all the shit and have to go yes. through the process of returning it? But like I, I just was... hook up my computer because I'm living in a room with four other dudes, like yeah. a child. So, so for Netflix, <laughs> I still gotta say, I'm a huge fan of documentaries. Oh. And I still feel like Netflix is putting out the best. Like. I get it. A lot of people's introduction to the Netflix documentaries was Tiger King, but there's no, like shows like Making Make, a Murderer. Making a Murderer. I was just yeah. gonna bring that one out. That Sorry. show blew my mind Not when it same. came out, and, same, and same. it was like you watch it, and the way they set up their documentaries, they leave so much suspense. Like you could, like you could look it up on you know on the internet and find out what you want, but you don't want to ruin the surprise. So you watch through the series, and you're so happy because they they pace it perfectly so that's interesting uh, that you said you're kind of more of a documentary person and that's why you prefer netflix mark what is more your thing when you're watching well like, him just bringing up television. the netflix just hurt my feelings um what, what am i okay so what kind of person am i versus what i watch what a, what is <laughs> i get that would be a great personality test if they could figure out through the streaming services what type of person you are they anyway, do. Sorry. What are you talking about? They they're, do. They're what do you mean? No, no yeah. I mean, that, there's an algorithm to find out what you're going to want to watch. But I'm just saying, based on what you have, what streaming services you apply to or use regularly, it would tell you the type of person you are. Um. Okay. But, I hear you. I, I think that they are collecting a lot of data off of what we're oh, watching. Yeah. So uh, Amazon, especially, and Netflix. That's why they keep on no making doubt. better and better shows. So that. Um. But I hear what you're saying. There was a test to be like, what is the perfect stream? What is the perfect um complementary mix of ch- streaming shows that you have to get exactly what you want? Um. If I really get down to it, I mean, I, I, what I what releases what is releasing the best shows that I've watched recently has been HBO and uh, HBO and Disney. But I'm saying Hulu with 90 Day Fiance and like Hulu has fucking Bob's Burgers and fucking Adventure Time and all these Cartoon Network shows that I need, you know? Mm. So it's just like... Um, so you like the animated stuff, then? I, I like animated stuff. I like documentaries. I like fucking Marvel TV shows. I like so much shit. Dude, I watch an immense amount of shit and listen to an immense amount of music. Well, that's um, why I'm wondering why you chose your choices. Like, the Netflix one, like, I can't argue with Fez's logic. Like, the documentaries on Netflix are really good. Like, I'm not a big documentary person, but I find that most of the ones that I start on Netflix, I will finish because they're Same, pretty, though. pretty well yeah. done. Dude, I'm wow. a horror, man. I watch it all, man. I'm just going to be so, honest. I'm a horror. Okay. Like, okay, for so, me, me, I'm a sci-fi nerd. Like, that's that's my shit. I so don't then what know are, what are your, why. What are your streaming services then, Danny? Mine, I like Amazon Prime, and I like Netflix. Netflix oh, yeah. and Amazon Prime. Like, Netflix brought sci-fi to me when there wasn't really a good place for sci-fi other than the sci-fi channel so netflix brought me sci-fi stuff when sci-fi was harder to get because you only had the sci-fi channel and the sci-fi channel stuff like a lot of it is really low budget kind of like b-rated style but like if you look past that kind of like your 
um, Invincible show where it's animated. You know, if you look past the fact that it's like kind of cheesy production and pay attention to the story and stuff, um, a lot of it's actually really good. Um, and then also with Amazon Prime, one, it was like, who's not getting Amazon Prime? Because like you pointed out, Feds, like you get free shipping, you get all these other benefits, like you get the mm. service for free. So obviously, like I'm so going to keep go- them because yeah. I'm paying for that anyway. But we'll, they we'll have call- like The Expanse is one of my favorite sci-fi series that I've ever seen. Um, and it's like a modern, modern sci-fi and it's done like with the Amazon budget, you know, so it's mm. not, it's not as cheesy as most sci-fi and it's really, really good. Um, so if you guys are interested in doing one and you want to watch like a sci-fi one and then we'll pick something like Mark has like an animated one he wants to do. And then Fez, you pick a documentary. Maybe, maybe we could figure You're out. really throwing Mark into this animated, uh, like pigeonhole. Like, I mean, <laughs> I don't just like cartoons, man. I like a lot of shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mark can fucking watch the kids here with his bitch ass. So, so Mark, I don't know. Just you guys at his house feet. So I'm like, I don't oh, know what Jesus, kind of that other was episode shit you're two. Into. Jesus Christ. Mark sits at his house and eats cereal. That was plays video games two. and watches cartoons. That's that's the picture you paint of Mark. You're right, uh, Mark. I apologize. Oh, I watch you know porn what? too, man. Uh, <laughs> Amazon Prime is kind of like I'd say the freebie, the bingo, because you don't get it for Amazon Prime shows. No, it's, an, it's it just an extra. Bennies. I would have to say, oh, man, I definitely. You know what? Here's here's a question. What is like the one show? And like, if you had to watch and you had to pick a streaming service based off one show. What would that show be? Like that one show dictated that you can only use the streaming service it was on. Yes, and um, but, you know, let's and let's take away the Amazon. You got it because you, it comes with free shipping. We'll just go purely by streaming service. Wait, I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and jump in. Okay, I'll, I'll say this: the one show that I'm absolutely obsessed with. Is the boys on Amazon Prime? The boys like is if, really good. If 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 not was, normally my cup of tea, you told me to watch it, and I I got into it deep. The boys is good, dude. I didn't audition for a commercial for boys, man. Motherfucker. Wait, for are season we two. About the same thing. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, I didn't audition. Obviously, I didn't get it, motherfucker. But um, I, uh, yeah. Not, I mean that 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 I, I okay. Um. What is a show that I love that only that streaming service has, huh? Yeah. But an exclusive. No, not the not necessarily the show that you have to choose the streaming service based off of one show that you like the most on that streaming service. Dude, I don't have really any I'm not that, that tied to anything like that. Mm. I don't have yeah, anything that I'm in love with that much that because I don't want to lose I can't. I don't want to lose <laughs> all of Hulu. The others, for the sake of one show um, on Amazon on, on Amazon Prime. I, I it, mean, it's it's a hypothetical. It's a hypothetical. You gotta choose. Like, like, look, you can never watch any Disney Channel movies again. You say, yeah, but the Disney like. I want to let's dip into that. Why do you like the Disney one so much? Because for me, it was like the Star Wars. Uh, the new Star Wars one on there is really good. I like the Mandalorian. 
Mandalorian um, was lit. All of the all of the Marvel movies, dude. The whole thing. Now, I watched that. See, I don't really do the Marvel movie. Well, I'm sorry. The entire whole uh, MCU was insane, bro. It, it was insane, and, and I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I, to not be able to end and to not to ever watch the MCU again, like that. I'm happy that I just have those. That's like I think about this like if they're they're streaming services, but like imagine if somebody said, "What's one movie from a studio like a Paramount, whatever?" You have to choose Paramount Studios or Universal, right? If it's Jurassic Park, you love to your death, then you throw away all of your all of your Marvel movies or throw away all of your Dis- your, your Star Warses. I can't, bro. This is too much, dude. This is too much to choose, man. This is too <laughs> you're hard. In, you're in deep. Yeah, I'm. I've I never. Can't. I've. You're emotionally invested. In, like, bro, I love person. The Wire. I love HBO. I love The Sopranos. Oh, you on, got a bro. point. Oh, HBO man. has some classics Come that on, I don't bro. think I could give up. Yeah, I'm glad we have them all. Um, like honestly, I love the competition that Netflix created. I, you know, I really think it goes back to HBO. Like, really, like with The Sopranos, The Wires, they made these television shows. That were so much better than movies. I'll, yes. I, they are better than movies to me. When I see like looking at a, a something and I'll see it's a movie, it's like an hour and fifteen. I'm like I don't want to waste an hour. I'm like, but then I'll see a series. I'm like, okay, how many 40, episodes? Forty-five minute episodes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but five three seasons. seasons. <laughs> All right. It's going to give me an. It's going to give me an opportunity to get invested in the good guys and the bad guys. And I love that, like that, you know, you get to get invested in all the characters instead of like, oh, that guy was cool, but you know, he was only needed for that one scene. Well, now they're kind what, of doing this thing, though. What show do you think started the TV series obsession Sup- for Sopranos? You? Okay, wow, quick. It was a wire, and then it went into the Sopranos. It was a wire was first, lost. though. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry. It was Scrubs first what? Scrubs was funny dude scrubs i was oh. like wow these characters are fucking just whoa and then then sopranos i mean then the wire then sopranos the bro. office like everybody here agreed the office is fucking hilarious yes classic fucking classic okay um what else so the, here's my the office so for me yeah. it was lost lost was the one that first Ooh. time where i like i was looking forward to seeing the next episode of something because i wanted to know so much more about the story and it felt like watching a book because they were so new at the time i feel like for some reason maybe i was just young and like I, whatnot but for me it was lost that was the first time where i was like whoa tv series are like way cooler than movies because they are like episodes for a really really long time yeah perfect um yeah, I uh but now they're starting to do this thing where they're making a limited series. These limited series are coming off as if they're like the Mandalorian. Yeah, it was a toned down version of the Star Wars, but that shit looked like a movie, but it was just eight episodes long. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And, the, and WandaVision. That shit looks like another Marvel movie, but it's just played out episode after episode, and you wait weekly for this quality. So mm-hmm. it's just I can't like the bar is being set higher and higher. Amen. And we don't even need more than one season. It's done after one, you know? I think that's a great point. Like, you know, the the days where, you know, uh, where a series was poorly produced isn't something that's going to keep going. I think the production, there's money in the production value that you're going to give to a show. 
but also our attention span is so short that we can sit, we can just have a eight eight series limited series show that is at the production level of a movie, but they just knock it out in one time and it's only ten episodes. But you got that, but it, but also it's a part of a way bigger universe. See what I'm saying? Captain yeah. America and the Winter Soldier or whatever, uh, or the the Eagle and the, you know the, I don't know if you guys just watched that, but that was really cool and. Like you're like, whoa, what's gonna be next now? You know? Yeah, Mark. No, I Mark, you do HBO, right? You said obviously, like you you watch on HBO. Did you ever do Taboo? I Taboo, no. The one, uh, it's like James Hardy. Tom Hardy, I think you mean. Tom Hardy, jeez, James, where the fuck did that come from? Oh no, um, the Hardy Boys or something? No, just like I've never uh, seen Taboo. That one was really good, and then like. I, it just like randomly stopped. There was like one season and it totally left it open. And I feel like it's been like years and it hasn't started back up. And I'm like, I didn't know. What we need else to do is that. latch on to a show that we know everybody that we, that our listeners will be listening to and then come in and talk shit about it every single week. If we had that time, you know, and, and if you didn't watch it, that's your fault. We spoiling it. No, I'm just playing. No, no, no. But uh, we don't have to ruin it, but we could just talk shit and be like, Oh, what the fuck? You know? Um, and tell them to fucking skip for it. You guys fuck with that song? I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm down for that. All right. Um, oh, man. So we definitely got deep into the uh, streaming services. Um, so I, I, I don't think I ever picked my second one. I think uh, Danny picked Amazon Prime and Netflix. Mark, you picked HBO Max. I'm going to have to jump on with uh, Danny or whoever said the Hulu. Because Hulu... I just I love sitcoms. I do love like, uh, you know, like being able to watch like The Office or Modern Family. I don't know. I still I still love the old throwback to the old sitcoms and seeing all that. And of course, 90 Day Fiance. Thank you. Come on, dude. (laughs) And if we were to think about it, like you've never seen it. So it gets erased out of your brain. Like How, (laughs) How do you watch it this on Hulu? What you select it and hit play? <laughs> okay, okay, bitch. Like I get, I get that. But like, I feel like I looked on Hulu and I could not find any ninety days. I wait. Hold on. A, no, okay, I'm yeah. turning it on right now and I'm gonna check. Okay, go ahead and check. Now look, it's okay. nine zero. Not spelling out ninety. <laughs> Are you gonna feel like a fool after this? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think like, you're right. How are you even arguing this? <laughs> hey, y'all like, ever seen uh y'all ever seen um fucking uh Pen 15? I think I started watching that and then it was like around like you know like uh the family and I was like, "Nah, I'm not going to watch it." And then I just never got back to it. Oh, if some people are saying they're creeped out because they're like grown women acting with middle schoolers, you know. Mm-hmm. But I mm. think that's just hilarious. I, uh, I think people. Okay, I don't. I have to like log in on this. I got a new Roku device or whatever. Um, I'm not gonna do that whole process right now. Mm. I, I mean, can't you don't check it on the pro- You don't. You don't need the the to do. Like we we're telling you, it's there. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know what this whole thing was about. No, like, I don't I trust don't, you, idiots. I, I, <laughs> That's basically what I'm saying. You're right. Okay, calm. You're right. When I, I get to the bottom of this. I don't you. Q on. Q on. Calm down. Uh. Yeah, I'll decide for myself whether 90 Day Fiance is on Hulu after this. 
<laughs> You're right. I'm being retarded. I apologize. Oh, so uh, the other day I was scrolling through like a travel destination. Like I was like, you know, I was thinking of hypothetical in my head. Um, and if I could pick like one destination to go to where money was not a factor, right? Like obviously um, I'm a cheap person. So I like to go to places where that are really affordable and go and like have a good time as opposed to going to somewhere that's like really expensive because it's gorgeous or like, for example, for me, I want to go to Switzerland based off pictures that I've seen uh, more so than any other country in the world. And that's, I know very little about the place or the culture or anything. Like, I know it's expensive, but I know, like, it's gorgeous and the people that live there love it. So there must be something to it. Do you guys have anything like that where you've been looking at pictures of a destination and you've been like, that looks fucking rad. That's the one oh. place I would go to if I could choose to. Yeah, it's uh, it'd be New Zealand because of the Shire and Mordor. That's that right. was I went originally my first one. I would go see the Shire. I'd go to Mordor, and then I would hunt those uh, deer that they have to. Uh, they basically have to kill a certain amount amount of them because they're overpopulating. Uh, so, yeah. remember, remember, are they the little Sitka Sitka deers? No, that's like Hawaii. <laughs> I remember there was this particular, they we're not going to say a name here, okay? There was a particular uh, captain that we all knew that mm. uh, had a particular shaped head. Don't say his name. And, okay, uh, okay. Yep, yep. You guys already know who I'm talking about? Yeah, done. <laughs> <laughs> done. Okay, yeah, done. Got it, yeah. head. And um, he said, uh, we were talking on there, and false off, he was talking about like, uh, I, I, <laughs> he said he was going to go to New Zealand. Oh, wait, did he say Newfoundland? No, he said New Zealand because he said, uh, you know, it was gorgeous and shit like that. And uh, I, it just made me, you made me think of him because of that. And I wonder if he's got laid yet. <laughs> if he's married, just, like, do you know if he's married? Yeah, if he's, I don't, I don't think, I don't know if he's married. Did he get married? Well, then, then no. Then the answer's no. Yeah, we don't not. know. Are we talking about If he got person? married, we are talking about the same person. Wait, wait, wait. Shaped head, black. Yeah. We're not using okay, the call yeah. sign either. Oh, yeah, exactly that. Yes. Okay. They were trying okay. to play him, man. Maybe he was cooler than we thought, man. No, he was. Dude, he was a really cool dude. Like, yeah. I like him a lot. He didn't want to be fucked with by lames, like fucking the lame. That's that what it was. It was, you know? it was undereducated dumb people, like, making fun of him because of one thing versus, like, he actually was incredibly intelligent. Yeah, and I think like, that's what it was. That he was really good at what he did. Like, yeah. So, yeah, there's that. But Yeah, yeah, I would like to... Did you guys finish you guys' places? Yeah, no, no. I, that's like I said, uh, just a shire. And uh, by the way, there is Sika deer there, uh, but I was thinking about the red deer that have the crazy horns. Oh. That's, that's the overpopulated one there? Yeah, I mean, apparently, like, I mean, there's not a lot of species that are natural to New Zealand. So they what have a the lot of... Uh, Did you just look it up? What are the species? Isn't there Sitka? There is Sitka there. And there's okay. uh, also, like, a Himalayan tar. It's a gigantic goat. Like, mountain goat. It's crazy. It's that goat with all the fur. So New Zealand was originally mine because of the Lord of the Rings. Solely because of the Lord of the Rings. Oh, um, man. And you guys know, you guys remember Lichney? 
he like he came he moved to Washington and he was like working here and stuff and he was living with me initially when he got here so he could get situated um and then he decided when his girlfriend graduated from college um that he was going to go and go travel with her so he actually sold his truck and he went and he lived in New Zealand and Australia he lived in New Zealand for like 9 months and then went and lived in Australia for like another six seven months or something like that um and he said new zealand was like one of the most gorgeous like most dope places that he's seen but like being there wasn't the best experience because like trying to get somewhere to camp or to do anything was actually like really difficult um and like people would like fuck with them if they were trying to sleep somewhere um that was like on the side of the road or anything in like a camper because they couldn't find campgrounds to ever sleep in or do anything to park their like camper that they were going around in. Mm. Is that like a BLM issue or like a, like a, I know we have the Bureau of Land Management. I don't know what New Zealand's equivalent yeah, of that. Es- essentially, yeah. Okay. Wow, they're very restrictive on like where you they don't want just a whole bunch of people coming over there and parking any old way they want. They want to keep everything exactly because everybody's coming there to see mm. the sites and they don't want to pay to like do all the stuff so like the camping i guess is limited and all this and i like it basically he it made it sound like contrasting to what i figured new zealand was which was like you go there and it's just like open mountains with sheep everywhere and you get to see whatever you want you know and i I realized that that wasn't so much the case Mm, mm, interesting nothing's people are locking down on things the days of like free roam is like coming down every because everything's been heavily touristed at this point and these youtube motherfuckers well that's what are just i like, mean right like mine yeah. is solely based on just the physical appearance of something right yeah nice mark what would you choose okay uh i would probably want to go like an an ia japan <laughs> i would like to go to japan yeah uh, based off pictures based off pictures yeah yeah. I like to go to the city and I like to go to the forest, you know? Um, they do have some rad forests. Yeah, you I know, like to go into like a deep ass just green forest or a bamboo sick ass forest. And then also like like the city, intense, intense metropolis and just city shit, you super know? Super dense suburban. Yes. Like, yeah. I know this sounds, okay, this is going to sound ridiculous. So uh, many years ago, I did uh, uh, ghost hunting with a, a, you know, a person that we all know. Um, I'll, I'll tell where I want to go and then I'll tell you the reason I want to go after that. So the suicide forest, have you, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> so the, there's a suicide forest in Japan. I think that'd be cool. But the reason is, is I was a a hundred percent, a skeptic for a long time about ghosts. I didn't believe it at all. And then we went to this place in, uh, Bisbee, um, behind a cemetery where a family was killed. It was me, uh, Ron, and uh, my sister-in-law. And we all, we went in there and, you know, Ron had, like, you know, he was taking pictures and he was doing every, you know, everything, uh, taking the pictures. We had the sound recording and then we also brought a Ouija board, right? Oh, you guys got really scary. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So we're in there. And we're doing the whole Ouija board thing. And I remember, like, it was me and my sister-in-law holding it. 
And she asked, you know, do you want us to leave? And I just was like, Sarah, are you, are you moving this? Are you moving this? She's like, no. I'm like, are you sure you're not moving this? And it was like, it was slowly moving to yes. And I just remember like all of a sudden, like all around, there was like crashing in the house. And we're like, okay. Excuse me? Crashing all around. This happened in real life? Like you were awake? This is a real life. This is me, 100%. Uh, the person still has the recordings. So you get to hear us, like you get to hear, you know, all these things I'm talking about. So there's crashing all around the house. And we had actually toured the whole house before we started this, right? We wanted to make sure, you know, no one was there, all this other stuff. Um, so that happens. We're like, all right, we're going to close out the Ouija board. We do that. And we're getting up. And I, I swear the temperature in the room dropped like 20 degrees. And we're like, okay, it's time to go. And my sister-in-law, you know, I was like, hey, guys, I don't want to bring this up, but does it feel really cold? My sister-in-law was just like, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Let's just get out of here. And you could feel it. And um, we get out of the house. And as we're getting out of the house, all three of our phones rang at the same time. And uh, this is an old school digital camera. He had the cap on the lens. Now, when you turn on an older digital camera, you turn it on and it would give you like a black screen error. Yeah. Um, it turned on and it turned on to the picture of the home, like 30 pictures back from where, you know, where we were. And it just was a picture of the house. And we're like, okay, we got to get out of there. And as soon as we got into the cemetery, the pressure changed. You could feel the pressure. So I'm telling you, getting into a cemetery in the middle of the night felt better than being around that home. So I think it would be cool to like get like a digital recording. Like, and I wouldn't stay there. That I'm not, gave like, me the overnight. fucking chills, man. Yeah, that was, that was, that was like, wonderfully, bro. Really, really well done. So you have a segment now. Scary yeah. stories with, with yeah. fans, bro. Fans, that was well, gnarly. Freaky Friday. Like, <laughs> that was fuck. intense, bro. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding that. Like, the I, pressure. The pressure. The fucking, <laughs> the morning. Was, the camera, when you open up another, 37 degrees. bro. That was and good. Misty. The dew was crisp. The detail. My toes had. Yeah. Trust. Writing, writing a book here. I'm getting the fucking shivers. <laughs> I and, like. And then Edgar Allan Poe. Edgar Allan says, "Okay, go ahead." Yeah. Here's the best part about it. We went back. We're so excited to show you know our wives that we're going to show the recording, and he puts up to his computer and hits play, and it's gone. This is the craziest thing. Nope. Only the crashing cannot be heard. But you could hear us reacting to it. It was it, it's mind boggling. Like so, it was like, a demon in your head. Then I don't know what it was, but there was dust coming down from the ceiling. Like we, it was on video. It was the, Is it on video? I wish we had video. He was taking pictures. Oh, here's the other thing too. Like I don't know if you believe in like ghost ghost pictures and whatnot. So well, I'm went starting to the... believe in them less now that you got less and less proof every question. No, here, here, no, 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 no. Here's the thing. Shit. We went through the house. We took pictures. We could see like there was obviously teenage vandalism and like some just dumb so stuff. So was this just a random wall. house? Um, no, there was a house um, and it was, so there was, so here's the story. The prison uh, from where this house is in the cemetery in Bisbee it's like right over a hill. Uh, Bisbee is a, an old mining town that's kind of very mountainous. And so right over the hill is a prison. So it's like the prisoners got up and they went over this hill 
and they went into uh, this house and apparently murdered the family. And this is not like old, like 1950s. I'm talking like this is like 1990s story. I don't even know where when... is that. I'm sorry. What, what country? Uh, Bisbee, Arizona. Okay. okay. All right. Scary. Like outside of Tombstone, right? Yes. So pretty near Tombstone. I'm thinking about going to Arizona soon, man. What the fuck? Oh my dope. god. And then I got I got to tell you another thing too. We stayed at a, a haunted motel, Copper Queen, in Bisbee, Arizona, and taking pictures of my son. And the front of the picture, like before this one picture, clear pictures. There's a picture of my son, and it looks like in the bed next to him, there's it's all distorted. You know what? I'm gonna send this picture to you guys right now. So send you know, it. Fuck. And dude, up. you think we can post it? Um. No, just send I another one. Kid, send, any, is... send any other picture. Send any other picture, man. Um, so that we can put it up of of that time, man. Because that was this was great. Um, That's yeah. crazy. So it's funny you said like I've never really subscribed to the whole like uh like paranormal stuff, but I I'm not one to discount it either. Like we don't know much about anything, so like who am I to say? But I've had one encounter um with that that was kind of weird. But like who knows what it was. Um. And mine was like, I went to go watch a movie with a friend of mine and my little brother. Um, and I remember, like, I live in Seattle, so it's wet and rainy and stormy a lot of the times in the fall. And this movie came out. It was like, uh, what was it called? The one, I think it had Ryan Gosling in it. Um, and it was about, like, a house that was on, like, Indian burial land or something that was built there. So, like, this house was haunted or, or something. The haunting so in we, Connecticut? Or haunting of mm. haunting of Amityville, maybe. Like, huh. are you saying Ryan Reynolds or Ryan Gosling? Maybe Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, Ryan so, yeah. I think I think that was that new one that they had updated. I think you're right. The haunting in Connecticut. Yeah, I think that's what it was because that sounds very yeah. familiar. If it's Ryan mm-hmm. Reynolds, yep. Yeah, something like that. But um, so that movie, like, it was a pretty good movie, and it was pretty freaky. I remember at the time, I think I was like 16 or 17 or something like that. Um, and I remember it being like pretty freaky for us and when we got out of the theater there was like a a lightning storm going on it was raining and lightning and all the all the stuff as we're driving back from the movie theater and like it doesn't seem like a big deal but like we're kids riding with my buddy in his truck like and he just got his driver's license right so like we're like kind of worried about driving and getting back home an hour from the movie theater to get to like some middle of the nowhere town um, because we wanted to go to the cemetery that has been rumored to be haunted, right? And we're like, yeah, since we watched this scary movie and it's stormy, let's go to this haunted cemetery. So we go to the haunted cemetery and we're being like regular douchebag, 16, 17-year-old kids. Um, and my buddy pulls in his truck and it's like, this place in Washington is called uh, like the Black Diamond Cemetery. Black Diamond's just a town out here. But uh, we pull into the cemetery. It's probably like 10 o'clock at night and so it's pretty dark um and the storm is just raging on and we pull in and i'm like okay well now what do we do and my friend nick's like i don't know you know my brother's in the back and like he's the type like he'll cover up for a scary movie his eyes because like he just doesn't want to be scared for no reason um so like he's sitting in the back and we're recording what we're saying as we're talking out into the like into the cemetery and like when we're talking, we're not hearing anything at all, right? We're just asking random questions to the to the tombstones, basically, hearing nothing but like the rain pattering off of the top of the truck. Um, 
And then when we're like sitting there, we're like, huh, like this, this kind of stupid, you know? And it's like, all of a sudden, all of us are like, we kind of just stopped and we're like, did you feel that? And they were like, what do you mean? And I was like, I just got the chills. And he was like, dude, me too. And then he started playing the recording back that we were recording. Um, and you hear when we're talking on the recording, you hear us ask questions to the nothing. And then like, you get like a white noise response back to the questions that we were saying, right? So like we were talking and like, for lack of a better term, let's call it like in the real world. And then in the recording world, we were getting answers that were ineligible or like inaudible in return to the questions that we asked when we played back the recording and we just got freaked the fuck out and we just, punched it drove out of the cemetery and ran home and like cried to my mom. So at, at what point did you finally feel safe again? Um, like, not I, until I got all the way home. Oh yeah. See, like I said, like it was, that's, that's the funny thing is like, you feel it for a long time. Yeah. Not until I got all the way, like the entire drive back, I felt like whatever it was, was following us. Oh yeah. You feel it. Uh, did you guys get that? I'm sorry. I just talked about it. You guys get that picture. Hmm. Just go with the text real quick. So this was at a hotel as well. Mm. That's creepy. That yeah. wait, 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 and there's no reason for that to be hazy like that. Like no thumbprint or nothing. No thumbprint, nothing. The pictures before clear. The pictures after clear. One picture, like that. No, no smoking. Like, like, like here's the other. I mean, in the, what's the baby holding? The baby's like next to a, t- a toy. No, no. He he has a binky That's in his mouth fire. and nothing else. There's nothing next to him. It's the, just the bed. Dude. What the fuck? I know. That's that's terrifying, creepy. right? I don't like any it's part like of that. It, it's like a little <laughs> entity laying down with his it does look like that. over it his chest. It does chest. look like that. It does look yes. like that. Yeah, that's it does creepy look like that. as fuck, fam. I didn't want to say that, but that did is what Did you get out of like. there right away? Um, when did so, you see that, and then when did you leave? Uh, we saw it uh probably maybe like 15 minutes after it happened and here's what the funny thing is my son was uh because my girls all wanted to have a haunted birthday party so we <laughs> that's kind of cool <laughs> so we rented a haunted room in a haunted hotel and each of them now here's so the funny part about this most people most people go and get like cobwebs from the dollar little caspers right some, some spiders bags yeah, yeah. Fed so the gr- to a haunted place in a foreign town that they've never been to so yeah. this is the best part. Uh, this wasn't even the haunted room. We, we, so we gave the girls a room. And, you know, we were planning on messing with them a little bit, like knock on the door in the middle of the night, kind of spook them. Uh, after this, we didn't mess with them at all. We're like, you know what? So this is this is, like uh, an established location? Like, hey, come stay Copper, at our haunted hotel. Like, it's haunted. Copper Queen, Copper Queen and Bisbee. Yep, the Copper Queen Hotel. So and how do you know uh, they're not like, they didn't just like pump some random mist in there or some shit at that moment? Like, you're like, hey, dude, there's this thing. And, like, maybe they pumped some mist. So when your camera shot, like, boom, there's some swirly mist. I mean, that that's you trying to de- debunk it, which is good for you. But I'm still <laughs> <Okay>. scared. <laughs> I mean, I'm still, I'm still scared. But, like, I'm just, you know, devil's advocate. Like, maybe they're just pulling a fast one on you. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, all the pictures before that be okay and all the ones I after don't know. that be okay. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe there's, like, a little poofer. Like, when I was doing the... Ah, fuck. I'm not going to talk about that on here. But, like, um, one of the jobs that I had in the Marine Corps before I, like, did uh, the UAV stuff, um, like, they have, like, 
buttons that you can press that will like release you know tear gas and shit inside mm-hmm, of a building mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. who's okay. to say that they don't have something like that and they like just puff a little smoke that we couldn't see visible to the eye but if you were to take a picture or something it would show up as some kind of flash right that would be an, a very intelligent uh marketing boom you guys that. want to make some money i got an idea like just give me the right people to talk to an amusement park i hear it boom. um that's some that's some that's some cool stuff. Uh you guys wanna talk about this colonic I got a few days ago? Wait, what? Yeah, man. I got a I got a colon cleanse. Yeah? Is it because you're into the booty hole licking and stuff? No, just cause not because I'm into medical it. Medical necessary. I mean it just felt I felt like my stomach. Yeah, medical necessary. I just felt like heaviness in my stomach and I felt bloated and mm. my gas was really intense lately. And so I was like, dude, I think it's you know, it's just a good idea to go ahead and see this. And, How uh, you feeling now, man? I, first off, it was only one. You're supposed to go for more than one thing, but I already feel way better and lighter, and like stomach has gone down some. Um, yeah. You know, but it was a wild experience, man. I've never. I don't know about you, but it was it was different. And the lady is so methodical with it that she just like is pushing you along through it. But just like you know, what I'm saying like, wait yeah, up, somebody's, man. My first somebody's time. violating your shit, and you're yeah. like, like, take it easy on me. So she tells me to yeah, roll but over as on a my woman, side. I'm sure she doesn't feel bad for you. She just rolled over on my side, and the lady's like, "You want me to put it in, or I'll put it. In? You want to put it in, or I'll put it in." And I was like, "Uh, I'll do it." And then, she, <laughs> and then I was like, "No, no, no, you go ahead and do it." And then she's like, "We ain't got time to mess around." I was like, really? Damn, bitch, yes. <laughs> she was serious. She was like, like she I got mad. She had another lady right after me, but it's like I don't mean to be coy, bitch. But this is my first time. Like, right? we, like it's kind of romance. That's me, bitch? my booty hole. Exactly. It's funny Jesus. you say that. I did the same thing when, like, I had my kidney surgeries going and stuff. Like, they kept having to uh, to shove tubes up my dick to remove stints, um, and like they would just act like these female nurses would come in there and they'd act like it's no biggie. Um, and I'm like, they got this screen, like a screen that shows what the camera's got on the end of this retrieval apparatus. And this deal looks like just like a real skinny little snake thing. It's got an alligator clip in the end of it. Mm-hmm. And they basically swab the tip of your dick with like some antiseptic first. And then they give you like this anesthesia, anesthetic or sorry, what up? Fez, you're the, you're the doctor one. Like. Uh, I'm looking for like the topical, topical literally what you're saying, topical anesthetic, the topical anesthetic. That's what I mean. So they rub a little bit of that on there and that's pretty much all you get. And then they shove this thing up your penis and they use this camera on a screen to follow it up there, find the stint in your system. And they grab it with a little alligator clip and they pull this stint, which is like this way longer than you would think thing out of you. Um, out of your penis right and it's like I had to do a bunch of repeat surgeries so like my stuff was just getting worse and worse like mm. because it was like I would consistently have to go in there and have them swap out these stints because of scheduling issues or whatever it was so like they were consistently putting stuff up there and grabbing and like pulling it out and I'm like they would be exactly like you're saying like they're just straight to business you know and I'm like Dude, honestly, like I'm I'm like traumatized from getting this done so much that I had it by the fourth time. I told the doctor, I was like, honestly, I'm scared. Like I don't care about the surgery and like recovering from the surgery, the next surgery. I'm just scared of like the stints and stuff. Like you guys keep shoving this thing up my dick. 
Um, and she ended up prescribing <laughs> she ended up prescribing me anti anxiety medication for before I went into the appointments to have the thing shoved up my dick because I was like, I can't take it anymore. Like, I'm, uh, long story short, I'm a bitch. Like, I couldn't. That doesn't make it. you a bitch, bro. They just grab it and do. They just do things, bro. They it's just like, go in there and get it. Like, yes. it's rough. Can you be like, hey, um, you know, you look really great today, or something? Right. Take Say something, man. Yeah. I tell you, you know, my I didn't have the actual moment of like having to deal with it because uh, when I was having, I was having like IBS, Crohn's issues back when I was like twenty seven, uh, and I had to get put under because um, they're going to do a, a colonoscopy, and so I got put under, and I woke up, and it's weird when you get put under because it's like boom, lights out, then lights open, almost. Yeah. It, it, it's you like pick up where you left off. Yeah. And but there was a sense of wrongness that had happened to me. That happened to me too. I, Something like that I, happened to me. You just feel a little, it. little. Some there's been some 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 mayhem back yeah. there. Yeah, and uh, I had some like things went down. The fight or flight like hit me. Like this, like really nice nurse came in. She's like, "Oh, can you know? I'm just gonna you know check your pulse and your blood pressure." I was like, "Everything's perfect. Don't touch me." And my you know my wife's like, "Babe, calm down. It's fine." Everything's fine. Like, you just okay. felt gross. You just felt. Yeah, gross I was just, I was mad. I was lashing out. I was like I know you I did something to the, me. I didn't right? feel the rape, but the rape happened. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, so this lady, when I, I had um I had meningitis, and I was like ten years old. Okay, and um I went I went to the Bud Billiken Parade, which is a parade in Chicago, and I got a vanilla Coke from one of these dudes outside. And it didn't open with any click or nothing. It just opened regular, and I got fucking meningitis. So uh, they had to give me. I'm, I'm, I came down with it terrible, and so then um, the lady kept coming in and saying, "I'm gonna need to get a stool sample," and and uh, she's like, "You want me to get it now?" And I was like, "No." And then uh, she came left and then came back and then I went to sleep and then I, I woke up and she was like leaving and I was like, I guess I'm ready for the stool sample now. And she was like, oh, don't worry, I got it. And was taking off a glove. And I was just like, mm. like, you know, I just, <laughs> <laughs> and then I just felt around and I was like, oh, you know, you just like move some and it's just like, oh, that like weird. Like you did that to me while I was asleep, bitch. Yeah. I told you no. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Uh, I, I wasn't able do... to consent. I wasn't able to consent. Yeah, yeah. Fed, did you do, did you have to do an enema before you did any of your uh, kidney stuff? Uh no. Th- this is all for stomach stuff. No, they gave me. They made me drink a ton of like this magnesium citrate. Oh, oh I had this to do that too. Th- so they made me fill up my stomach and then drink a ton of water. They made me like yeah. drink like a liter of water prior to it, and they didn't kind of tell me what was going to happen and all i remember is like sitting there and i was filling out like paperwork for the uh the anesthesiologist and i was signing stuff i was like oh god i gotta go now and it was the most embarrassing thing like the bathroom was probably 20 steps away and with each That's step it was like get there every step was a little like you know what leaking is That's called spurting. Spartan? Yeah, but Spartan. basically every step was like a gleek like just like a little squirt came out and i was so embarrassed I, Oh, that's terrible. fucking funny. That's hilarious to me because my uncle was the first person <laughs> that ever told me that spurting. And I'm like, when you said, when you described it, I knew exactly what you're talking about, but it's never actually happened to me. Um, my uncle, like I remember growing up, I'd go like, my uncle kind of was like the fill in for my dad, right? 
And then mm-hmm. uh, he used to just pick me up anytime he was going to do something be- before he had like his own children um, because of the age difference between me and my cousins. Um, and like he was going hunting, he would just swing by my house. He'd be like, hey, we're going hunting. I just pack my shit right then and there and we'd leave and I'd take off for a couple of days or do things with him all the time. Um, and like he would, we'd be driving to these far away hunting destinations, you know, to go to these areas that he wanted to go to. And he would always be sitting there and like, you know, he's kind of country dude. So like he'd be, he'd be having what they refer to as road sodas in the uh, bump in world as he's like driving to the hunting destination and he'd have to piss really bad, but he would always wait until like he really, really, really had to piss. And then it would be like him pulling over on the shoulder of the road and like he's pissing by the time he's whipping it out of his pants. And he would always be like, oh, shit, I'm spurting. And I'm like, what? And he's like, dude, you know spurting. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he described what you just described to me now. So that made that extra funny. So he was shitting his pants? Oh, you were shitting. (laughs) (laughs) That changes everything. (laughs) (laughs) Why? I am way off here. I'm like, dude, the way that that story told, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. He was whipping it out and shitting? What? <laughs> no, magnesium citrate is a laxative, yeah, Danny. I'm wet, but the, so, sorry, I had to do laxatives that were urinary laxatives. So I would pee a bunch for exams for my system. So I didn't realize that you were cleaning out your asshole. Like, my yes, bad. That makes, I, related, I, I understood Fez's story the whole time. Yeah, my bad. I was way off. But like, <laughs> now you know what, time what I was squirting like... is when you got to pee too bad where you just like each little breath you take, it's like squirting out just a little bit of urine before you fully release it. No, um, yeah. No. No. Yeah, so I don't know what yours was. And spurting. Man, God. that goes on. The, we need oh, to have a list of abbreviations that we've learned. Spurting. The clam. We've learned about the clam. We've learned gleeking and spurting. Spurting, dude. Done. I mean, this is we gotta basically come up with an educational words. podcast. It's, I mean. Of street language. D- Discovery Channel, Net Geo. If you need a new show. Meeting Urban where... Dictionary. Boom. Absolutely. And next week is going to be the Turkish Delight. No, I'm just saying. Um, let's uh, go to the topic <laughs> of shitting since we just like flew here already because I think the entire world needs to hear about Fez heading to the uh, Black Tower uh, in Fort Huachuca, Arizona, uh, because that was, I haven't laughed at a story that hard in a really long time, um, especially because it is on the border of Mexico and Fez being a Mexican guy talking about him and his Monte Carlo. Like, it is my favorite shit story of all time. Fez, can you please tell Mark what I'm talking about? Okay. So... I've always lived off base here, and I know. So the drive from you remember the drive from the schoolhouse to yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Now add twenty minutes to that. Right. Okay. You know, so you're talking about a forty-five minute drive. So I left my house. Sun was shining. Happy day. Start my drive. I get on base and I start to feel the gurgles. But as soon as you get to that back road, you're too far away from base to do anything. So I was like, okay, I need to increase my speed. So I was doing probably like 40 (laughs) miles an hour over the speed limit. 
because okay. uh, I was trying to, I knew of some Porter Johns and I was going to make it to those Porter Johns. Um, and I was like, so there's a plan <laughs> in place. Because uh, just in case nobody knows about Fort Huachuca, there's a corral um, where they do rodeos and whatnot on base. And there's Porter Johns usually there. So I was like, okay, I'm going to stop there and get this done. I'm speeding and I see a cop. And it's like, I know immediately, no matter what, he knows I'm going way too fast. So I just stop. Like, he doesn't even get the, he slows down. He doesn't even get the opportunity to, like, pull behind me because we both stop at the same time. And I jump out of the car and I point over, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm pointing towards the fence. And I just run and I drop, (laughs) uh, like, I just pull down my pants and I grab, um, I grab a post, a fence post, because, you know, I'm in boots and everything. I don't want to get poop on my uniform. I pull it all down, and I just put my feet against the fence post. I grab the fence post, and I just lean back, and I sprayed poop. And as I'm looking back, I can see the cop. He doesn't know what's going on. He's like, is this guy, you know, just saw me? Is he illegal? Is he running away? What's happening? And he has his hand on his, and his, on his pistol like slowly creeping to see, hey, is this guy going to jump out and get me? He has no idea. And I'm just spraying. And I think he, <laughs> he sees me and he's like, okay. And he walks back to his car and he waits for me to get done. Like a gentleman, he lets me wipe, do everything else. I get back into my car and I sit there and he wait for him to walk up. He's like, you know, I pulled you over. I was like, yes. He's like, you're going a little fast, weren't you? I was like, yeah. I was like, I thought I had time to get to Ren Arena. But because you stopped me, I'm like, I had to poop. And I was like, there's no way. Um, he's like, oh, he's like, uh, then he asked me, he's like, how long, you know, it's like, he's like, maybe you should plan a little bit better. Maybe you should, <laughs> and maybe you should I, have I, gone before you left the house. Hey, bro, 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 and, don't talk about my shits now, bro. Yeah, okay, well, that's, that's, that's beyond you. your jurisdiction, Well, actually, dude. that's what I did bring up. I was like, you saw what came out of me. Do you think there was planning for what just happened? That was an emergency you don't plan for wet poop. This is plan. God, man. This is out of your jurisdiction, bro. Exactly. You you don't have the authority. And yeah, so anyways, uh, he ends up uh, just giving me a warning. He's like, all right, you know, just plan better next time and sends me on my way. But He yeah. gave you a shit warning? Oh, my God. And then this is the worst part about it. The student's bus drove by as I was <laughs> over and my cheeks were out. So like, uh, and <laughs> I'm so, so there's happy. ninety Marines looking at Fez bent over shitting while this cops got him pulled over at the Mexican border. Yeah, oh, I love it. Oh, and just to highlight, he's got the Monte Carlo like everybody Black. did. Black, Black Monte Carlo. Carlo. <laughs> oh, I love it. Not the Mark- highlight of my purchasing history. Yeah, but I mean, it's like the equivalent of the Mustang for like everybody else, right? Yeah, basically. Oh, but yeah, that was so that was one of those moments where. Mark, you got an embarrassing shit story? Um, mm, an embarrassing shit story. Okay, yeah, I got one. Um, like when I was young, my mom used to, and I got to get out, get going after this, man. But uh, my mom used to uh. My mom used to, we would get, I like spicy food. My mom used to get Popeye's and get spicy chicken and shit. Well, what started happening was that every morning, I mean, like, I would eat it and then I'd have intense, like, 
pains, burning shit pains in a day. And then I, and then I would be like constipated. I'd just be fucked up from it, you know, like my bowels. I didn't learn until later that you need to eat some greens with the chicken or you need to have a fiber, you know, whatever. I just wasn't putting together proper meals. Well, so I'm actually just hammering down that lesson now in my life, to be honest, to always get a cabbage <laughs> or to get a green or to get something, you know? So nevertheless. Hence the colonic, right? Yes, 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 yes. Nevertheless. So, uh, like, stomach issues, man. Fucking whole day up. So um, I started, like, knowing because I just wanted to shit, I would take, I-, I took one day. I was like, dude, let me see this Metamucil, man, and see if that'll, you know, make things move faster, make it easier and loosen up the shit so I ain't got to wait all day and it won't burn, Okay. So uh, I take Metamucil. Have you guys ever taken Metamucil? Do you know what it is? Yeah. yeah. It's okay. a bulking s- substance. Oh, well. Uh, it, it'll, it'll help you. it clear you out, too. Yes. Okay. So it's clear. It's syrupy. It has no flavor. You just, <coughs> I took a spoonful of it. Okay. So I'm cool all day at school. Okay. All day I'm fine. Ninth period comes around, bro. I'm sitting. I feel my stomach move, G. I'm it's the it's the end of the day, so I'm like, oh, I I think I'm cool. I think I'm decent. I think I'm decent. So I uh start like feeling like my sphincter be tested. Okay, very hard. Like just it's there. It, it, you feel it at the pressure right there. It's at its system limits. Like. Yes, and I'm sitting there and I'm holding it as far, but also like it's like it's like what's the pulsing a little bit. Okay, and then I start feeling like stuff run down my leg. Okay, in oh. class, and then I'm like, okay, shit, shit, shit. The bell's about to ring. We got like 20 minutes left. So I could just get on out of here. The girl next to me is just like, you smell that? I was like, no, I was. Like, it smelled like I don't know exactly. Almost, I don't know. It's weird, bro. I get up and I leave. I go shit my pants. I, I go shit. No, not my pants. I go shit in the bathroom. Very loose. Very like spurting and fast. You know what I'm saying? At the toilet. And then it's still on the back of my legs. So I just walk home because I didn't even want to sit on the bus, bro. With that <laughs> smell. Because I couldn't even take it. So I just walked <laughs> all the way home that day. For after oh. that, from, from that period. From that moment, I just like left the, the school. and like exited. I don't even know if they like saw me or security, but I just bounced. So that was that, man. That was my, I think that girl smelled that I shit my pants. Dang. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's, 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 that's always the worst. <laughs> Just being at school or being like at work or someplace. Oh, okay. Uh, why don't we go ahead and wrap up? Because we have been going almost two hours now. Oh, Jesus. You're right. All right, guys. Uh, man, that was good. It has been real, man. I love it. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, um, so, how did that the outro go again, Mark? I'll oh, just man. let you go through it. Yeah, this yeah, has been hockey. This has it's been dirty, uh, damn, musty, mark, and fat ass feds, and we're out. Bye. We out. Peace. Redeeming qualities. Hey, 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 hey.